0: Welcome back to the Radiant Podcast, and this week we have my friend Tara Lynn St. Ellian joining us. She is a fierce fashionista and daily inspires women through her brand Adorned in Amour and her podcast Dressed for Battle. But today we're here to talk about her upcoming book, Claim Your Crown and You're in for a Treat. I can't wait for you to meet her.
1: How does. all began. Um, uh, like it's such a long story, but I guess I'll start off by like in college. Um, I went to writer university, it's a school in New Jersey, and my freshman year, I had an assignment to create a blog, and um, so I did it, <laughs> and turns out I loved it. So apparently we had to do it like monthly or something like that, but I was putting out blog posts like every week and it did so well. So it was like within a year where um, my readers actually nominated me as the best international fashion blog um, in the Cosmopolitan Magazine UK category in 2014. So that was seriously just eye-opening for me and not just for me, but for my parents. I'm Haitian American and my parents are very traditional. However, they're super supportive but like, if you're like mostly like Caribbean and like um, of like African descent, they want you to be like a doctor or a lawyer, something that's more stable. However, my parents always knew that wasn't going to be the path I was going to take. They saw, ever since I was younger, that I was into fashion, and they were too. My father used to work at a designer store um, when he came from Haiti, and my mom always killed the game. Always, <laughs> she went to high school. Um, in America as well. So like they always knew like I had that desire because one, they put it in me, like they were dressing my siblings and I to the nine and babies. And then growing up, they just saw my heart was there. But they also saw that my heart was in writing and it was in television. So my dad wanted me to get into politics, but I was just like, oh no. Like that's <laughs> like it's just not for me. But like there's one semester I studied in DC. And um, we went to, like, the top publications. Like, it was, like, an internship, and, like, they took us everywhere media-related. And I'll always remember this one moment. We were at the Wall Street Journal, and I asked them how they felt about e-news, because one of my goals is to, like, correspond for them, like, do red carpet, period. Like, I just love that stuff. And so they asked me, well, I asked them, well, what do they think about e-news? And they were just, like, as long as they're getting the news right, like, it doesn't matter, like, what type of news it is, you know? And that, honestly, like, in a way, like, made me see fashion in a new light um, because oftentimes we see it as vain and just something that doesn't have, like, much substance. And being who I am and being a believer on top of that, it's like, okay, you got to stray away from stuff that's, like, you know, so worldly, like you know? But it's, like... <laughs> This is a part of our lives. Yeah. It also just like that mixed with me like just starting my blog out in college just showed me like God could use you in any area. It doesn't matter if the area is quote unquote worldly or not. He has a place for his children and we are meant to be there and to shine a light. Whether we're talking about him or not, like people will see him on us. That just really showed me that really really early so fast forward to graduating college I graduated top of my class and I could not find a job for anything and my father was like okay you graduated summa cum laude you did all your internships clearly like this isn't like the route that you should be taking right now however and again he was trying to argue like go into politics go into politics but I was like, is this a millennial thing or what? Like, I was just not about to put myself in a situation where I wasn't happy. And I didn't care. Like, yes, I'm home. I'm working on my brand. But, like, I'm home. I just didn't want to do that to myself. And I didn't feel like God was telling me, yeah, just, like, build your way up. Because I am a strong believer in that period. Like, I've been doing that, you know, all my life. But I didn't feel like he was saying that for that particular Situation. I didn't get it at first, but like later on, like he did because they see my work ethic and stuff. So it was like, okay, we're just going to like continue to trust God and also just trust you and just know that he will work all things out for your good. And so while I was waiting for the job, like I had like online jobs and stuff like that, but it wasn't what I had in mind. I pictured myself working in a fashion office. Um, But it's, again, it's so funny how that worked because, so I interned like at L.com and other fashion publications, but I realized I didn't like it. So it was so crazy because it's like, okay, so why would you want to work in that type of area? And it's because I was like, well, this is what I always just envisioned for myself. And God just showed me even more. Like one, you're not a morning person. Two, you like being your own boss. And three... In that process, I was able to care for my mom. God placed me at home to take care of my mom, so she's been ill for majority of my life. And ever since, like I got home from college, the pain just has gotten worse. So she has this um, disease called avascular necrosis, and it's just when, like your, I believe it's your femur bones there they rot. And no one even knows how it even happened. It isn't hereditary. No one in my family has that issue of like walking or anything. But like one day she just woke up and she just had a lot of pain in her legs. And then fast forward um, to like so many doctor's appointments. Later they told her she needed surgery and none of them were successful. She's had about seven. And so she's always, always in pain. Like, her bones, like, grind um, against one another. So, yeah, it's it's been a lot. And so, like, growing up with a mother who was ill, but she always tried her best with us. I saw, like, coming out of college that God didn't give me the type of job that I envisioned because he wanted me at home with her and to care for her. Um, and to just spend, like, you know, just more quality time with her. She does everything a regular mom would do, but she's just in pain. And it's crazy, too, because while I was in college, um, she had a stroke and it was completely unrelated. And that it was just like, uh, I don't even know. But it's just one thing after another. Oh, oh, my God. Exactly. So my college years were really, really tough. But honestly, the reason... Why I am who I am is because of my mom. She is the most encouraging person, like, even in the constant pain, like, and Julie in tears, like, you know, like she groans all the time, but she has no complaints because she knows Christ is her joy. And that's where I get, like, how I like encouraging people as well, because I get to see it firsthand every single day in my mother. And so it was a beautiful thing to actually be working from home because every day I had the reminder um, that all things were going to work out for my good. And so in that process, just waiting, I was like, okay, Tara, you're working on your brand. It's great. You're having like amazing collaborations. But like for me, and I know for my parents, they're just like, we've seen how hard you worked. In school and just like all your life and so like they want more for me and I understand that too I wanted more for myself um but that more wasn't here yet and I was trying to figure out what is something that I've always wanted to do and it was pageantry I remembered um it came to mind because I was looking in my room I was cleaning it and I had my old crown there in a sash so like I did my first pageant while I was in college and I actually won that. And it was so much fun. I was crowned by Miss New Jersey then as well. And it was just like, it was amazing. It was just being on there and standing up for your platform. Um, I also love to dress up. So that was like a huge part of that. Um, but also to just like represent like, you know, God on stage and to not be ashamed of who I was or where I came from. It was just such a beautiful feeling and so I was just like you know what yeah let me just do that and so I was looking up scholarship pageants basically and that's how I found the Miss Black USA pageant I never even heard of it before um but I came across it and I was just like you know what I'm just gonna apply um and then turns out like like we didn't even have like a state pageant but we had like a, a thorough interview process and i won so i was just like oh snap i'm with black new jersey 2018 now and that was a beautiful thing because i whenever i look back i'm just like in awe of like how god has moved in my life um so i got the crown and everything um and it was also around the time where i'm just like okay tara what else do you want to do uh, I want to go to grad school. So I got into Syracuse. Um, and it was like an online program. So I still was able to be at home, do my events in New York, and still, you know, care for my mom and stuff like that. Um, and it was a great time. It was definitely tough. But when I say like, God really, oh my gosh, orders are steps, like, especially when we feel like, no, even when we feel like we haven't heard from him. Like, I know, like, in that process where I'm just like, okay, God, I hear you telling me to wait, but you're not telling me anything else. Like, looking back, I see, like, just his traces, like, the traces of his hands. Because when I got into grad school, like, there were so many projects that aligned like, with my brand and what I wanted to do, like, for the future, like, with business planning. And then also, like, the final, final project that we had to do was to create a podcast. And that's how my podcast was born. Like, I didn't even know what I wanted it to be about. I thought it was just going to be like, you know what? Just make something like corny because you don't have any ideas right now and you're not a podcast person. Like I've never listened to a podcast or anything. Um, I was just like, just get this assignment over with. But God woke me up four o'clock in the morning and he told me what I was going to do. And that's pretty much like what happened with my blog. You know, it started from a school project. So like, imagine like, you know, I didn't go to grad school. Like maybe he would have found another way to make it you know, the project come out. But I'm just saying, like, like I see like step by step how he has moved um, in my life, even when I felt like he wasn't. And it's so crazy because oftentimes people from the outside looking in, they see like, oh my gosh, you have so much great things going on for you. But like, they don't see like the struggle and like what goes on, like, you know, at home or like the struggle. Well, I said struggle, the tears and stuff like that. Because in this process as well, even though there has been a lot of gifts and blessings, like it's been really tough, and I see how much like my mom's illness affects me. I wasn't aware of that at first.
0: Yeah, I I mean I have so many questions from kind of where you got started to where you are today. It sounds like really it was birthed out of a discouraging season of like okay. This isn't how I thought it would turn out. You know, I graduated college. I thought I'd have a job. Hello, I'm top of my class (laughs) and there's no job offers. So I'm going to go home. And actually that turned out pretty timely to be with your mom. And you had the time and margin and space to create kind of this blog that ended up paving the way, what would you have to say to that person in a really discouraging season? Because you've lived it. Like you didn't know this really successful blog that would pave the way for your career would emerge. Like what would you say to that person who's kind of in the waiting, in that in-between?
1: I would say, go back to where you started. I'm seeing now, like for me, I did that quite literally. (laughs) I'm also like thinking about, where i was like in the beginning like think about what makes you happiest like what is your passion i'm finding that our passion especially i don't know i feel like this generation god just has like a different type of hand on us because it's like we have to literally be working on the desires on our hearts or like we're just not happy or we're not feeling fulfilled and i just feel like even if you're working at it bit by bit. If you truly believe that God has called you to it, then the trust process it, it's not easier, but it's so much worthwhile. I didn't know what was going on at all. I did not understand it. No one understood it around me. Like absolutely no one. Like I tried all that I could do. Like you know, but there's only so much you could do. We have to trust like okay, I've done my part, but I have to allow God to do his, that's where he did. Like, that's what he did. And he did it by force in a way, like to show me, because I'm actually a person that's like, okay, I plan my life. I'm like, I have my schedule out and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, God was showing like, I direct your steps, you know, I order them. And so sometimes he will put you in a place where you just have to wait and see what exactly he is going to do. But When you are starting from a place of where you have like passion or even if it's just like a little interest, it can build and he can create anything with that. Man, I love that. Sorry,
0: my microphone was muted. Um, I love that because I have lived in a season of discouragement and kind of in a a, a season of reinvention this year. I would love for you to even talk about, and I'm happy to add into what it looks like when you kind of, think like, oh, you've arrived. I think one of the myths of getting started is like, oh, one day I'll get there and it'll be easy from there. But actually, especially in an entrepreneurial or an online landscape, it's always changing. So you might kind of arrive for a season, but then the landscape of blogging totally changes or collaborations or (laughs) podcast or Instagram. And so I feel like this year has all been totally about reinventing myself when I thought, oh, I was kind of set, like my income was really steady, everything was fine. And then, oh, time to reinvent myself because the landscape's changing. And so what does that look like for you? Because I think signing on to be any sort of influencer, any sort of public figure in today's world, in the digital landscape, you've got to be ready to change
1: on a dime. So it's so funny that you say that because like whenever I post, on Instagram, people are like, yes, girl, like, they think I've arrived, period. And I'm just like, no, sis, like, I have so much to do and such a long way to go. So I feel like in something like that, um, how I deal with it is remembering what God has done in the past. And keeping in mind that, yes, things will change in the future. As you mentioned, like, society period is always, always changing. There's always something that we need to do. Like we have to shift our branding style. We have to shift. I don't even know. We just have to shift like, you know, it's what we are called to. And I think even though seasons are always changing, shifting is one thing that's consistent. And that's something that we always have to keep in mind. So I feel like even as we move around and try to like fit into these Places keep in mind that God will create that place for you. I know that's what helps me, especially like when I'm discouraged and I'm just like, okay, God, I don't really know where exactly You want me because I'm here. I do the pageant thing, i do the podcast thing, I do the branding thing, like you know, vlogging and just modeling and stuff like that. But it's like, what else do You want me to do? And I think it ties back to purpose. And my purpose, I know for sure, is encouraging women. And so how he even brought that book deal and three book, like a three book deal in my life, it just blows my mind because I knew going back to interest, I love to write. I've always loved to write. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna be an author like one day, but I thought I'd do that like in my thirties. But God literally gave me a three book deal at age 23. And that is mind blowing to me even now and during the process of just writing it and doing stuff like with my marketing team and my publicity team. I'm just like, this is actually really this is real life. And it is. And I feel like when we just keep in mind that our real life will always I wouldn't just say, like, blow our mind, but God will blow our minds then like we can be satisfied with where we are even though like deep down we're like okay god what's next you're listening to the converge podcast network and now a message from a network supporter
0: This podcast is sponsored by Denison Ministries. Denison Ministries is a movement creating 7 million culture-changing Christians who are committed to carrying out the truths of the gospel to their sphere of influence through a variety of ways, which is why Denison Ministries is excited about sponsoring what God is up to on The Radiant Podcast. One of the cool ways Denison Ministries helps Christians feel closer to God is through their first 15 devotional. First 15 is designed to help you spend the first 15 minutes of your day experiencing God through meaningful devotional, scripture, worship, and prayer. Grow closer to God this new year. You can sign up to get the First 15 email devotional sent directly to your inbox at first15.org slash subscribe or start your day off with the First 15 devotional podcast anywhere you listen. about this triple book deal, because A, that's unheard of, especially for first time authors. So I want to hear all about that. I want to hear all about the first book you have coming out in the next few weeks. By the time some of you are listening, it will already be on a shelf. Tell us all
1: about Claim Your Crown and your message there. So how uh, that one happened, I was in grad school. And again, I still had the crown. Um, I was doing like a lot of events, mostly like in New Jersey, and. I did a photo shoot with the photographer. And there's this like one photo that my makeup artist and friend was just like, that looks like a book cover. And I was I looked at it too, because I really love that photo. And I was like, yeah, it does look like a book cover. And then like everybody was saying that. and But like, I didn't think much of it. But as I continued with like my pageant journey, I was like, oh, snap, this thing is like, really expensive like there a lot of the opportunities were like paid and stuff but like sometimes it's like okay you actually have to get yourself there and like okay what about your gown for nationals like how are you going to afford that and just things of that nature and so i was like you know what let me write an ebook everybody was writing an ebook and i was like i need to have some material on my site anyway like i have nothing that i'm selling that could bring me passive income and so I was going to go along with that and I was doing some research of how that would work and like I was planning on self-publishing and doing it like on Amazon and I was just trying to figure it out and I'm cracking up because that night I was like oh this is a lot of work so like to the people that do self-publishing like kudos to you guys like that it's such a huge project to take on and I'm just like whoa like I'm an action-based person. And so like, once I see how to do it, I just execute immediately. Yes, girl. But for this, it's something that's going to be a, fin- a finished product and it's going to be on your site that is going to live there. I was like, oh no, nah, like you can't just do it any type of way. And perfection, I mean, we can't, you know, nothing's perfect, <laughs> but you got to get it as close to it as possible. And I was just like, oh no, this is like something you'd have to be like super careful with and something that you can't afford to make mistakes with like, I knew that I wanted the book to be about encouraging women. And because I already had the crown and because like my parents and my family always called me princess, I already knew I wanted it to be about women embracing their crowns with Christ. And I just realized though, like that night that, okay, Tara, like you have way too much to say to be for it to be a little ebook that you're trying to sell right now. And so I was just like, huh, let me look into a book book. And I was like, how does like traditional publishing work? And I was doing research on that. And I was up till like four o'clock in the morning or something um, because I'm a night owl. And God literally led me to a list of Christian agents. And girl, I haven't seen that thing since that night, but I emailed every single person on that list. And I didn't even know how that worked. I was like, so how does agency work? Like I was Googling that. I was like, did they do it pro bono? Like I'm I'm confused. And I was just like laughing at myself, but I was just like, well, I don't know how this works, but I know myself. So I'm just going to introduce myself and say what I'd like to do. And I reached out to everyone, but like, and I got like a lot of responses, but there was one person that really stood out to me. And we scheduled a phone call for that week And he like, we just had so many connections. He had a son that works in New York in fashion as well. And he was just so supportive of my vision. And the way I knew it was God was when he announced that there was going to be um, a Christian writing conference in New Jersey for the first time in just like two months. And it was only like a few stops from my house. And not only that, like he was willing to like sponsor me. Oh my gosh, I love it. Yes. So, like, he helped me create my proposal and I met with top publishers there. And I, like, my mind was just blown to, I don't know, to have to sit down with them and also see them read my writing and stuff because it's one thing when people are just like oh like your writing like really touched me and like for professors to say it or like you know your readers or something like that but for someone who's actually in the industry to really like believe in your message and your writing style that was like something like revelatory to me and that really just touched me i was just like oh wow like maybe like god really is about to like move well not even maybe i knew by then he was definitely going to give me something because I was like, you didn't just get me here this far. Like I wasn't asking for this. Like, this is all you. And like, I met up like with um, Ravel, a representative from Ravel. Her name's Kelsey. Love that girl so much. And her name is Kelsey Lynn too. So we shared the Lynn. Oh yeah. So we had dinner and it went amazing. And she brought my proposal to her team and I left for Cuba, I went on a mission trip with my church. And it's so crazy, because the year prior, I went to DR, and God made that happen as well. So like, someone just like paid for the whole thing. And it was around the time where I was dealing with a lot of heartbreak, like in regarding to like, relationship issues. And so it was just such a great way to get away. But for this one, I had said yes, in the beginning of the year, but when it was getting time to go, I was just like, oh no. I don't want to go. I was I was just feeling so overwhelmed because I was getting ready for finals and my pageant was literally a few days after my return. And I was just like, why do you say yes? Why, why, why? And I was just like, literally, there's this song that my church sings every time like we're sending our missionaries off. The lyrics are like, we will go. And I was just like, I don't wanna go. Like, God, like, I wanna get out of this. And I was like, I paid my own money too, but I'm just like, it's okay. I'm really ready to stay home and just be like, just work on what I need to work on. I literally had an anxiety attack in church. and I was trying not to like, oh my gosh, but I was so in my head. And it was also because of just like, you know, that perfection type of mindset of just like, oh, my gosh, I need to work to the best of my ability. And if I'm away and I'm focused on other things outside of what I have to do when I get back, then I'm not going to do my best. But God just kept reminding me, like, you're doing my work, so I'm going to take care of you, period. And so I did go. Even though I would tell my pastor, ah, I don't, I don't really want to go. Um, I did go, and it was long story short. Like so, like God revealed to me in so many reasons why He wanted me to. But I was on my plane ride home, and I received an email from my agent, and he told me that he had great, the even unsuspecting news, and to call him right when I got home. I called him and he told me that I got a book deal and he was like, and it's not just one book deal, like it's a triple book deal. And he was just going over the details with me or like even like the pants and stuff like that. he was just like, as a first time author, I hope you know, like, this is just like God. I was like, oh, I know. Because again, I did not go searching for this. I went upstairs, told my mom and my siblings, we were screaming, my dad, like when he got home, we were just like, what the heck? Like, what is this? You know? And I was just like, just so amazed because again, it goes back to like the ordered step thing, because I I didn't plan it. It was him that was like directing me even felt like I felt like I didn't have direction myself. But when I felt like I was just trying my best and doing what my heart wanted to do, it was really just him guiding me by the hand, just like, how about you do this? Or how about you email that person? And I'm just mind blown. Even now I share the testimony on my YouTube channel and I go into detail there but yeah, I'm just still mind blown. And so, yeah, it's in your crown. Man, Tara, I mean, your
0: story is incredible and in just how you went from starting a blog kind of out of college or in college, but, you know, really starting to focus on it out of college, pursuing a dream of like, you know what? I have time and space. What should I go back to? That's kind of a dream I haven't explored. Okay, pageantry. Let's do it. And then winning two, not just one, but two. And then weaving that theme into your message of your book, like... It's just a story and a reminder that nothing's wasted. Not one moment of the twists and turns your story took was wasted. And really, it was to your benefit, even though it probably felt hard at the time. So what's next for you? I would love for you to share with us kind of as this book makes its way into the world. What's your hope that people gain from this message?
1: I just really want women and young girls to understand that they are royalty and they are royalty without a prince. I really made it a point for my book not to be about like finding that person or that person finding you, you know, because our crowns exist because our heavenly father is the king of all kings. And it's not true love's kiss that's going to make us like a princess. God already sees us as his precious daughter and I really just want all of us to carry ourselves as such and I think the desire is so innate in me because as I mentioned before my family has always called me princess but it was my mom that always taught me not to settle and to rise above societal pressures and to remember my worth and to not let any man treat me no type of way (laughs) yes girl Girl, like she just made that such a clear standpoint in the lives of me and my sisters. And it's just something that I am so passionate about. I love to encourage. I seriously, seriously do. Um, But it's a different level when you get to do it in the standpoint of like just telling someone, not even just women, that Jesus loves you. He sees you as his heir and you have an inheritance And it's not even just here on earth, but it's in heaven. But like the journey starts here now. You have the crown. You have to step into. It. You have to claim it right now. Oh yes, yes.
0: I love that. I love that because we all have this identity in Christ, but it doesn't mean we're always living it. And I think if that's a journey. You know, sometimes I'm like, man, I've really been living out of my full identity, mm-hmm. and then like, oops, I kind of have it for a while, so I need to kind of get back in the saddle. And so, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. you know, we can all kind of fall out of sync of claiming that crown, but we always have an opportunity to reclaim it when we. Kind of drop it for a second. Yes. And so I love your message, Tara. I love your heart. Where can people grab a
1: copy of your book and where can they continue following along with you? And your Crown is available everywhere where books are sold. So, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Book Civilian, everywhere. And (laughs) you can follow me at, like, Adorned in Armor um, on Instagram, on YouTube. I'm on Twitter, too. I'm not that active, but maybe if you guys talk to me there, I'd show up more. I, yeah, I'm everywhere. I have the newsletter, and I take prayer requests as well. So, if you need anything, just like DM me. I'll try my best to get back to you and just, yeah, encourage you in the best way I can. Well, man, it has
0: been a joy having you on today. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to t- chat soon and to grab your book, guys. Grab a copy of her book, Pre-Orders Matter. So if you're listening to this before it's actually out, Pre-Orders Do Matter. They help the bookstore know how many copies of Tara Lynn's book to keep in stock? It also helps her with rankings, so I can preach about pre orders all day long, but let's girl, go support yes. our girl. I you girl. <laughs> I'm so happy to know
1: you. So happy to have you on and can't wait to chat next. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I was so happy being here.
0: Hey, don't go yet. I would love it if you go over to iTunes right now and leave a review. I love hearing your feedback and it really makes a difference in getting the Radiant podcast name out there. And while you're at it, why don't you subscribe and then share this episode on Facebook or Instagram or wherever your social media platform is of choice. Lastly, I'd love to keep up with each other. Come find me on Instagram at Kels Chapman and let's get to know each other.
1: This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network.
0: It's not every day you have to replace a water heater, more like every 10 years. The Home Depot can help with a wide selection of the latest models from Rheem and a helpful online water heater buying guide to help make choosing the right Rheem easy. From gas to electric, tankless, even smart models that can spot a leak before it happens. Water heaters have come a long way. You don't have to. Go to homedepot.com to find the latest Rheem water heaters and helpful answers and advice from our water heater buying guide. Only from the Home Depot. How doers get more done.